Let's shake it up a little. Welcome to the Salt and Pepper Podcast, adding a little bit of salt and a little bit of spice to make your Tuesday just right. Here's your hosts, Lisa and Olivia. In the end, I actually, I think we can all agree, like left, right, middle, neutral, like all positions, it's like... I mean, George Floyd was murdered, and I think that if we take anything from this, it should be to listen more, um, to protect each other, to serve each other, to be there for each other, regardless of our political views or religious views. It's like we're all here to just kind of, not kind of, but to serve each other, bottom line. Welcome to the Salt and Pepper podcast. My name is Olivia, and I am the creator of Olivia Corinne, um, which is a free photo editing tips and tricks resource for you guys on Instagram. Um, I am also the co-founder of Velvet and Fur, which is a polymer clay earring business. Um, and I've been trying to shorten my intro. Um, I also have realized that some of the people that listen to this podcast know that intro by heart. So that is very funny to me. Um, so I know that a lot of podcasts today, um, and this week are muting their channels, um, and not releasing any episodes. Um, and I want all of you guys to know that everything I say on this episode and that Arturo and I talk about, um, comes from the best possible place. Um, I am trying my best. I am trying my best as somebody who has never experienced um, any type of racism because of my skin color. And I'm trying my best as just a creator and as an entrepreneur and as somebody who has to show up on social media every day. Um, and just knowing how to proceed sometimes can be really difficult. Um, I... I don't want to call anybody out. I don't want to spread any more hate or guilt to people who don't know how to proceed. I've noticed a lot of people in my community right now are um, calling out and ganging up on a lot of other creators and people in this space because there are certain people right now that aren't speaking out on what happened. I am having to cut out a lot of silences in between my words because I want to be very careful with what I say on this episode um, because I respect and love everybody no matter what, no matter who they are, what their skin color is. I feel like I shouldn't even have to say that in 2020. I feel like we shouldn't have to to talk about racism and racial injustice um but you know what we are and this is something that we're dealing with right now and that's why I am showing up here for you guys and I'm showing up to you telling you that I am not perfect and I've said the wrong things before um I have been ignorant to a lot of um racism especially before I started dating Arturo and I have been ignorant to the privilege I have, whether we're talking about white privilege or just privilege in, like in general, being born in the United States, being born to amazing parents, um, being homeschooled my whole life, being raised in the church. I definitely just have, um, I've been blessed um, and I, uh, and it's easy to take that for granted 
what I was saying before is that I I don't want to be a part of any more hate and I don't want to be a part of anything else that has to do with um, calling out other creators or podcasts for not speaking up because all I know is my heart. I don't know the heart, the hearts of different creators or, or different businesses. You know what? Maybe not everybody has good intent and maybe not everybody um, is on the right side of history here. Um, but all I do know is that I, I only know my heart and my place. So I'm I'm just going to show up right now um, for this podcast and for the community. I feel very strongly about saying that, you know, especially on my personal platform, that this is not about me. This is not about me reposting videos and videos and videos that I see. It's not about reposting anything. And even though I've done that, and I believe that what happened to George Floyd is absolutely disgusting. It's wrong. It's evil. And I don't agree with it. But it's not about me like just senselessly reposting things because I feel like that's what I should do. And I don't want to expect other people to do that as well because I want to sit here and say, you know what? I need to be introspective right now and I need to think about what I'm doing before I do it. And if that means I need to take a few days and understand, like, am I part of the problem? What do I need to do in my life to understand how to change and, and you know, like that really cheesy quote, like, be the change you want to see in the world. But truly, because we can all sit around and post on social media and post on our stories. But if the change isn't happening in our hearts, it's not going to happen in our world. And I'm not saying that I am doing that perfectly. In fact, I'm scared to repost things. I'm scared to say how I feel. I'm scared to post this podcast because there are a lot of people listening who think that if you're silent, you're a part of the problem or you're the oppressor. And you know what? I think everybody is entitled to their own opinion. And I think that that's amazing. But I just want to show up here and tell you guys that I don't want to make this about me. I want to make this all about you and and if you're a person of color or if you're not or if you know people in your life um, or if you've experienced racism before, I'm here to listen and I'm here to learn and I'm here to grow and um, and I just, I feel like I just need to say that and I want all of you to know that, you know, I, I was going to maybe take a week off and mute you know I know that's that's going around right now mute my my feed and and I think that's an amazing gesture um but because I am in an interracial relationship um for those that have been listening to the podcast for a while um Arturo was on the show and he did talk to us about racism and what it's like for him to grow up as um, a Hispanic in in America and what that's been like for him um and I wanted to have him on the show again for a really short episode where we can just talk about um, things that are really hard to talk about. And to be honest, I, I don't know where the conversation is going to go and, and I'm excited to see and I'm, and I'm also excited to learn and grow from him because I've already learned so much from just being with him. We've been together for seven years and we've had a lot of um, racial racially unjust things happen right in front of us. I 
you don't really know what racism is until you're sitting there and you're watching it happen to the person that you love and it's a really really hard thing to experience and you come home and you wonder what this world even is you know we live in I mean we live in America we live in the place that everybody wants to come to we live in the place that people risk their lives you know coming to and we're still in this space of of racism and racial stereotypes and misunderstandings and confusion and hate um and it's hard and I will say that I you know I am sorry in a recent post on my Instagram I was just explaining that I'm sorry to Arturo for for not believing him when he tells me about things that happened to him um and it it's taken me a long time and a lot of eye-opening experiences to get to the spot that I am today um and I I know that we're going to get get into some stuff today and I I don't want to make it a super long episode but I just wanted to post something today to show all of you that I I am showing up and I'm here and if I wasn't in a relationship with Arturo or he wasn't the one leading the conversation I probably wouldn't have posted anything this week because I do think it is tone deaf to stand up as you know a white person um pretending like I really know what's going on when I don't and that's why I do have a heart for those that aren't speaking out right now and again I want to clarify I don't have a heart for everyone who's not speaking out because obviously I don't know um I don't know the true opinions of every single person who has decided to not speak out on social media but what I will say is I do have a heart for those that um that they just don't know what to say because they feel like it'll be tone deaf or they feel like um it's not about them and I understand that. Um, so anyway, I want to thank you all for tuning into the episode today. And I, I was going to skip doing the silver lining of the week. But I also feel like if there if there is any like um, time for this little segment of our podcast to be real and to be present, it's right now. Um, because I truly believe that there is good that comes from every bad thing, even when it like literally doesn't seem like that's possible. So I want to uh, get into the silver lining of the week. So I will make this very short, but I I will say that the silver lining of my week is um, my eyes being opened even further to things that are going on and the injustice in the world, Um, whether we're talking about just a senseless murder, whether we're talking about just pure hatred for one one another, um, racism, and I think all of us are, are learning, I hope where we can all learn something from this and we can try to do better. I think that we will always struggle. This is a sinful world. You know, I I know I talk about being a Christ follower on the show a lot, um, but I don't ever like to overly talk about it because I know that everybody has their own opinions and I welcome everybody. That's what I said at the beginning. I don't care if you if you believe in God or not. I don't care what your faith is. Um, but in these times of hopelessness, the only thing that I know that I have as Olivia and as you know, the creator of this podcast is that the only thing I can hang on to is God and his mercy and his love. And, you know, we live in a fallen world. 
this is not the last time that something like this is going to happen. And, you know, we're all coming out of a pandemic and then we're going into something like this and it can be really scary and we can sit back and wonder if the whole world is ending. But I can say that I have a peace because I know that that God has it all under control. And again, that's not said lightly in any way. That's not said in a way that's like, whatever, God's got it under control. I just know that that's the only thing I have to hold on to right now and know that that God is so sad right now. And I truly, truly believe that. Um, And I don't want to keep going. I want to get to the show, but I I want to let all of you know who are listening, the shakers of the salt and pepper community, um, that I am here for you as a resource and I'm here to learn from you and I'm here to grow. And that's what these podcasts are all about. It's about these times of of pain and heartache and it's a time that we can all come together and be together and I really hope that um, we can foster that community together Um, and I just want to end on a couple of verses that I found that um, have really helped me um, in the last couple hours of trying to figure out what to say and how to navigate all of this. Um, In Galatians 3.28 God says that there is neither Jew nor Greek There is neither slave nor free. There is no male and female for you are all one in Jesus Christ. Um, And also another verse that um, I have found that has given me a lot of hope um, is from James 2, 9. And it says, but if you show partiality, you are committing sin and you are convicted by the law as transgressors. And even though I know that that verse isn't um, this one, you know, filled with hope and love and all of this stuff, it really reminds me that our God is a just God and he thinks this is horrible and he hates this. He hates racism. Um, And then the last one I will say is from 1 John 2.11 and it says, But anyone who hates a brother or sister is in the darkness and walks around in the darkness. They do not know where they are going because the darkness has blinded them. And I just think that's a really good reminder that this is just such a sinful world and it's a dark world um, and it's never, ever going to be perfect and we're never going to solve all of these things that are going on. But I really hope that we can get better and um, that we can learn (laughs) and we can not hate each other. Um, And yeah, so I hope you know again that everything that I have said in this intro and during this episode with Arturo is from a place of just trying to navigate all of this, but it's in a place of love and I love all of you and I want to thank you for always tuning in and always showing up and I hope that I can always show up for you. So Arturo, um, let's shake it up. Hi. Hey, how's it going? Welcome to the show and thank you for uh, being here and joining me on my bedroom floor. Of course. Thank you for having me. <laughs> um, so as I mentioned in the intro, the obviously things didn't go as planned with the podcast I was going to release. Sure. And I was talking to you about this this morning, just trying to figure out the best way to proceed and uh, respectfully go about my business or just to decide to not go about my business and you kind of helped me navigate that so we decided to do kind of a last minute shorter episode on 
um, what's going on, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I guess it's kind of weird because I've never referred to you as like a POC, which if I'm being perfectly honest, I didn't really even know what that stood for. Like right when I all this stuff was coming out. Yeah, I don't even know what that stands for. <laughs> a p- person of color. Oh, yeah, um, never heard that. <laughs> which is it's interesting but i guess that's what people were saying like you get the pocs in your life and so um you're my poc i guess but i don't and never have or would refer to you as a person of color because to me you're just arturo and you're my boyfriend i mean i'll just say i'd I'd rather you didn't right and i'm not going to (laughs) but for the sake of this for the sake of me being able to use my platform to hopefully um, educate those around us. Um, I know and I can have self-awareness that I can't be the one doing the education or the educating because I have never experienced racism or stereotyping or anything like that. And so I know we talked about it when you were on the show towards the beginning right Mm -hmm. a long time ago yeah we talked a little bit about that but I feel like it would be really valuable to hear some of your experiences um and also I guess just to open up maybe just your thoughts on what is going on right now Mm -hmm. and yeah yeah so I think that having the opportunity to I'm not looking at this as an opportunity to educate because one, I'm not black. You know, I'm I am I'm brown. I'm Mexican. I've totally had experiences that definitely f- I I and I could be wrong, but you know, I I could also be right. That definitely I've been in experiences that if if my skin was white, I don't think I would have had to deal with just purely based on context, which I want to also just clarify at the beginning the the for the remainder of this everything we talk about is a small i'd i'd say a small portion of probably what someone who is darker deals with so i just want to clarify no it's not this isn't about like oh poor arturo Mm -hmm. this is more of like hey if you know this is me just maybe speaking about my experiences going hey if this this is the kind of stuff that happens to me real things um and even some of them that might be you know whether they're anecdotal or um maybe very rare how extreme do these situations happen with someone who's even darker than i am Mm -hmm. because i mean i'd even say i'm probably a relatively white mexican you know and (laughs) so so i just just to put that out there you know just as i say things hey it's not about what's happening to me it's more of how bad can it be how much worse could it be right yeah so i think that's um a really good perspective and i mentioned in the intro a lot like prefacing things with i might say the wrong thing and i don't mean to or i like my heart and my intent with this episode or just with my platforms in general is to love everyone and be all inclusive and not be a part of any type of this hatred and everything going on in the world But I think that is a really good perspective. And I will say that you have never complained to me 
or said anything. It's never been a pity about what you've gone through. It's just something that I've viewed as your girlfriend. And then I, in turn, experience, not I experience, but I watch you experience. And that's just something that has never happened to me in my life. And that's pretty crazy for me to see that stuff. Which is funny because I don't, I care so little. Yeah. You know, to me, I, I think there is a way to go about dealing with things. And I mean... I've probably never dealt with something. Uh, maybe I have, but harsh enough to where I'm like, oh, okay, it's time to, you know, throw a chair at this person because that's the only way they're going to get it, right? And actually, now that I think about it, maybe I have done something like that. <laughs> that's but, just, I don't think, in your nature just right. typically to get angry that way. Right. And and that's the thing is, like, it's it's really difficult to talk about things like this because I'm not saying these things just because of this the circumstance or the situation mm-hmm. I would act that way across the board about anything it's like you know when uh, you know I don't know like someone close to me my grandpa died it's like I didn't I wasn't <coughs> I didn't let that affect me you know it's like does that carry over to also the way that I feel about my race and the things that I get affected with so I am just saying like prefacing right mm-hmm. Hey, this is this is just my perspective on everything across the board. So, um, the, it's going to be different, yeah, for sure. But you know, hopefully, it makes sense. And and honestly, if it doesn't, I actually would love to hear that. Hear that, yeah, yeah. and and see. Okay, well, why why do you think differently? Yeah, no, for sure. And I think like yesterday when all of this stuff was going on, and I was trying to figure out what to say or if I should say anything, and um. I think one thing that you said that really made sense to me was that, you know, you said, I don't want this to be something we talk about just because of everything going on. Like we should be actively talking about this stuff and not waiting for something like this horrific to happen to being able to have these conversations. Um, And I think that that is a really another really good perspective to have for me to. But I think this we can use this as an opportunity. Well, and we have talked about it. That's a thing. Totally. I guess I mean more on my platform or in right. the open. Like I'm never just like, hey guys, these are all of the races, racial times I've seen happen with Arturo. Like I'm not like actively having these, which because they're it's not my story to tell. And I don't think it's my place to tell those things. But I will say that, you know, I think it is really important af- because of everything that has happened because it has opened my eyes to really um I don't even know what the word would be but like ne- not forgetting like don't forget how blessed you are like don't forget how I'm taking this for granted like the color of my skin where I was born where I live how I was raised everything like it all plays an active part in the things that are going on in the world um but doing my part and not expecting other people to do theirs like just showing up and doing what I can do that's I think that that's so key because expecting other people to do I mean you're gonna you're gonna you're setting yourself up for failure yeah and again I think that that carries across every platform it's not just like uh, when it comes to uh, racism it comes that's on every you know like poverty uh, you know human trafficking you know it's like Um, just anything like even pornography it's like how can you have expectations for other people you're gonna you're setting yourself up for failure 
if if you can speak up and really make a difference with the things you say or do even your actions like use your actions be you know like um say as say as do, you say do, do as, as you, you say yeah, yeah. <laughs> do as Wait. you say yeah say do as you say say as you do right yeah. and and that is going to be the most powerful thing yeah i think yeah and you've always been a really like big guiding light for me in that sense like you know when I post things I'm like hey can you go read that (laughs) or like hey I have this situation with a friend like can you guide me on that and typically I don't like your answer because it's the most like even keeled kindest way of going about something um, because you are very even keeled with these things Um, and that's also very important to say too because I know that when you do get angry about stuff then that must mean you're very passionate about that specific thing, um, which I think that's a good segue into, I guess, what what were your feelings and thoughts when you, not, I guess not when you saw George Floyd die, like the video. Which but, I did watch it. Which video. you did watch it, and I did not watch it, um, not out of ignorance, but... It's really hard for me to handle that, which maybe I should. I don't know. Maybe I should watch that. Um, but anyway, at kind I mean, of... you can't even watch a PG <laughs> movie. I know. Without... I, I feel like I need to say that. I can't watch like anything ever because right. I have such a hard time with like stuff. Like a freaking bee stinging a cat will <laughs> set you off in tears. I know. Um, maybe not in tears. I'm just like, turn it off, turn it off. Um, but anyway... So what were your thoughts? Not only because you see everything before it's even on the news because you're very plugged in with that kind of yeah. stuff. But then once social media kind of erupted and everything started happening, what like were your initial thoughts on everything? Uh, really, really? I thought it was cool. When when that happened to George Floyd, I didn't have the same feelings everyone did, which was immediate anger. And maybe maybe I think that because everyone's instant like um reaction is to post on social media and like say things like i'm outraged and you know all these kinds of things which is great actually i think it's awesome that we have those kinds of people who are who are ready to defend what needs to be defended i actually really appreciated that and also though i uh in a way that maybe isn't correct I was actually, and we talked about this, I thought it was really cool that, you know, in a safe way, you know, the police station was burned down. I'm like, good. I think that that's, that's going to get the message across. Mm-hmm. Well, then it pushed into um, actual business owners getting their, their you know, livelihood ripped from them. And, you know, uh, forget these things that people are saying, well, they have insurance. No, I don't think people understand how that works. Um Yes, yeah, some may have the the millionaire companies, right? Like or the billion dollar industries target. Sure. But, you know, the fact that company or people had to start putting like, you know, owned by, you know, black you know, black owned business, that kind of thing. It kind of reminded me of when, you know, the pharaoh was trying to go, you know, uh sorry, when when God was like killing all the the kids it's like but it, to show that you oh know, it's like you're putting the blood weird. say it or explain the firstborns in right. egypt right yeah and everyone had to put the blood of a lamb on their door yeah to be like hey look god we're like we're with you like don't touch us right yeah 
and it's like well it's so funny everyone talks about history repeating itself and it's like well this this is a a piece of history that's that's interesting i haven't thought of it like that right and it's like the people who are on your side they're like hey look i'm on your side like don't affect and that's how my my question and and again this is not an ignorant question i'm actually wondering it because they're putting black owned business right but can they just put like we stand with you yeah or I, I think it, they, it, were they doing that like were white yes. business owners standing with them or was that not happening see that's the thing is um i don't actually know enough like yeah. i don't know and i want to say that people even the the ones who were completely blowing up cars catching them on fire i want to believe that even those people if they saw a sign that said, we stand with you, they would leave that building alone. Right. I want to believe that. Yeah. And I don't know if that's true, but as of now, because I don't have the information, I'm going to, I think it's safe to assume that they did. And I think that that does, that probably did count. I don't think people were like, well, you're still white, so I'm going to blow your business. Right. Like, I don't think that they actually did that. I think that there was just, everything escalated so quickly before they even had an opportunity um yeah so it it just escalated out of control for sure and i think i think regardless of anything it has gone out of control period but i also will say (laughs) that you think it's cool (laughs) i think i actually think it's ba i'm like this is might as well just say the word arturo yeah well i just (laughs) i I won't i'm not gonna sit back even if i don't agree with it i'm not gonna be like that's not cool that I, I mean i think it's so cool that people care so much yeah. that they're like i'm gonna go out there and trash the city okay well and, and have a likelihood of getting run down by cops or getting sprayed with mace right. or whatever they're doing right and now. there's looters out there like yeah they're whether they're on your side or not you know it's like these people are doing some pretty crazy stuff and i think it's kind of showing like they're trying to say a message serious and here's the thing these people are destroying their own communities right it's like if you're willing to do that fine i'm not gonna say anything against you like Mm -hmm. you're it's not affecting me if it affected me then maybe i would you know have a different kind of say like we had a i my studios our studios downtown yeah it's downtown literally where they were throwing rocks at a truck, like smashing the windows. Right. There's like a video now. It's literally like from where today, our building right? is today. Yeah. Down literally. Yeah. Probably 10 feet. Mm-hmm. No joke. So that kind of a thing. I'm like, hey, as long as you guys are throwing the rocks in the right direction, I don't have a problem with it. But, you know, there is. I'm not saying it's not wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm really not. I'm not saying that that behavior is correct by any means yeah there's a lot of facets to the conversation right um because yeah yeah so i mean it's if if i sat here for the next hour trying to explain what i meant i don't think i would get much further than the point i've made now is it's it's definitely wrong but also i think it's really cool that people have i mean like this is the usa like people have the freedom you know i was driving downtown and they're just actual peaceful protesters. They were just standing there with a sign. And there's this big guy just on his truck with cops around him yelling at the protesters saying, oh, yeah, you think black lives matter? All lives matter. He's like yelling this at them. And this is the same exact guy 
who's like, well, this is America. Where's my freedom? Right. You know, it's like, well, dude, they're expert. They're doing the same thing as you. Yeah. It's like, they, well, they're doing the same thing that well, you we fight have for. a right to protest. Right. Like, right. Yeah. Exactly. So um, hopefully that that all makes sense. Right. Yeah. Like, to you, it makes sense. Yeah. No, it does. Especially because I feel like um, so, at, you know, at the beginning, I do an intro and I was going to skip doing the silver lining of the week because. I didn't want to be like insensitive, mm. but then I was thinking, I guess if there's any time to have a silver lining of the week, it's in these times where it just seems like there's literally nothing that can come about this. And I know for me personally, like in my life that everything going on right now has really shown me, it, it has shown me the, the perspective that can change for me. Um, or like how my perspective can change pretty radically. Because you know me, you've been with me for a long time. I'm a very, I'm yeah. a very cut and dry person. I'm a very black and white person, um, which is not always a good thing, obviously. Um, and I, I have a hard time sometimes taking other people's opinions and their thoughts and their ideas, which I actively talk about on the show. It's something I always work on. Blah blah blah. Anyway, I had been on somebody's story today and it's somebody that doesn't share the same belief system as us and they were saying like oh you you're saying riots um that violence doesn't solve anything oh yeah and then like the next slide was a meme of jesus like um uh hitting over all of the tables in the (laughs) temple and i was like that's it's it's an interesting perspective because for me like even what you're saying like I typically would go to no violence is wrong violence doesn't solve this they can't just be destroying stuff like that's wrong but then to kind of take a step back and be like huh there's like a lot of gray areas within this whole thing and there's a lot of things that I don't understand and there's a lot of facets to all of these conversations that we're having you know whether I you know whether something is right or whether it's wrong like what does that even mean right now what is what are these words that mean they're right or they're wrong or they're not and it's it just seems like everything has just been thrown in a big old pile and I I I don't even know what to pick out (laughs) does that make sense yeah it does make sense just like a lot of confusion it kind of just feels like static like the world just feels like static right now and like everyone's going crazy with their own opinions and ideas and it's it's confusing i think that the only thing that matters is if if we looked at the situation uh like from face value uh was george floyd murdered the answer is yes Mm -hmm. that's the only right answer and the the other question is, uh, was it racially motivated? I think that's where people it, are disagreeing. Right. right. And then and then but they're disagreeing because they're not looking at the details. Right. So it's like if yeah, if we look at the facts, honestly, yeah, I mean, disproportionately it this shouldn't be happening like mm-hmm. none of this should be happening it's like, like i believe this was racially motivated but but if you look at it at face value it's like would would he have done this to a small white skinny guy mm-hmm. i mean no. no like that wouldn't have happened and and so i think that on both sides people are incorrect like i think this I think this is one of the coolest 
things that has happened in a long time because it gives people an opportunity to kind of find a middle ground where they're like, maybe I'm not conservative or liberal. Maybe it's more of like, am I libertarian left or am I libertarian right? Because I think that that's like <laughs> the way that people should look at this. It's like, was was in this specific situation, did the, yeah, I mean, did the cop murder George Floyd? And mm-hmm. like, yeah, it, he did because, and and was the fact that he was black, did, did that have anything to do it, with it? I think even if it was 1%, then that's enough, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that's enough racial motivation. Yeah. I think that there is a lot of um, divisiveness in the world and a lot of hatred. And um, a lot of people are very upset on both ends of the spectrum, right? Um, But I think that this maybe would be a good time to just touch a little bit on maybe even what we were talking about right before this when you were um, jokingly singing God Bless America (laughs) and then you were just telling me about the first time that. Well, I wasn't jokingly singing it. Like I was singing it as a joke, but the thing with me and if anyone knows me and especially Olivia, my memory is not good. Oh, right. Yeah, because you were you were kind of like we were kind of messing around and then you were singing it in a funny voice. And then I was like, wait, do you know the words to that? Well, and I was just singing it off the top of my head and I was just saying words wrong. Yeah. Right. But then you told me. Right. About, right. And this was and I this just this is just it was a memory. Yeah, for it was you. just a memory. I was like, yeah. oh, hey, you know, something funny about this song, which isn't really funny, which isn't really funny, which I just realized, which shows what I think about everything like this like i just don't really think enough of it which if this ever happened to your kid one day i don't think you would think it was very funny no well i was i was very very young like how old i mean i must have been eight do you think this was the first time you experienced something like this that you can remember Uh, um if i really really thought about it probably not like but yes like right off the top of my head um we were just like watching a movie and they were doing the you was at the YMCA yeah at the YMCA mm-hmm. and they were like doing the national anthem the national anthem and I was like trying to do it with them the God bless America you mean R- God bless America yeah or uh, you know oh, beautiful yeah, for spacious skies that one yeah that's not the national well, anthem that's oh beautiful not the national anthem is yeah I pledge allegiance to the right yeah so um I was just singing it, you know, trying to Cute. sing along with Little it. baby Artie. Right, but I'm not, not only is my memory not good, at that time, English definitely wasn't my first language. Like, at yeah. that, like, I didn't even start learning English until I was in sixth grade. Mm-hmm. Because that's when I got put into school. But um, then I was saying the words wrong, which, like, in my head, I'm like, oh, there's no problem. Which I just there's a lot that. of words to that song. <laughs> okay, right. <laughs> As a little kid. And one of the staff members looks down at me and says um, something along the lines of, if you're not going to sing it right, why don't you go back where you to where you came from? And in my head, I was just like, well, this is like where I live. I don't get it. Like, <laughs> you I mean just, my home? <laughs> yeah. Like, I was just so, I guess, naive to what he meant. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing is you shouldn't even have to know what that means. But at such a young right. age he was instilling those things in you and you didn't even understand it. That's what's so crazy about it. Which is also another really crazy thing that I talked with my brother yesterday about. But even more so with my brother, he was saying, yeah, I I can't remember any moments 
that something like this has ever happened to me. But then we would think more and more and he'd say, well, I guess this. Well, I guess this. And I'm like, wait, what? And then like one of the stories was like he got randomly screened for for bombs at the airport. My brother looks like he's from the Middle East. Like that's the <laughs> joke. But he's Mexican. Yeah. And he started laughing. He's like, oh, my gosh, I never thought about it. Like I look like I'm from the Middle East and I got a random like screening and and I was laughing too. You know, we were laughing together. It's not funny, but yeah, we were, but it's it's, it's your reality, right? We're yeah. like, wow, that's so funny that that's something like that would happen to him. And and so he would come up with more things like, oh, I guess this and that. So, you like don't even know, right? Because these we, racial things were happening, right? So, dang, yeah, it's it is really crazy because I will say, like, you know, we. <laughs> I think one of the reasons why people get upset is that they think that when you say Black Lives Matter, you're saying that other people haven't had hard lives. And I think that a lot of people get triggered with that and they feel like, well, just because you've had a hard time doesn't mean that I haven't, you know, like we know all different groups of people that have gone through horrible things. But I think... I think that is one of the issues with a lot of white people and myself included, especially before I knew you. And I can I can confidently say that I didn't understand that racism or even stereotypes or like little things like you and your brother like happening to you and your brother. I didn't understand that that was actually like a real thing. Um, and I think the first time we've had multiple times where I've been with you and something has happened, but I think the one time that I remember specifically that was in Boise when we were downtown and we were just walking and there was like a bunch of people out drinking and this girl bumped into you and wasn't even a hard bump. Like it wasn't even a big deal. And then what did somebody she was with said what like no so you should her. say you're sorry or oh yeah something. you're right you're right someone said to yeah, her oh like, say, say you're sorry. sorry and then she was like oh no he probably doesn't speak english anyway right and i remember i don't think i've ever had that like i know like a, women listening will know this like you have a mama bear instinct and i have never had that until that moment like so defensive of you and I snapped back around and I looked at that girl like I wanted to literally kill her and her friends with her were like whoa 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 like she's drunk she doesn't know what she's saying and you just didn't even care really you just like Mm -hmm. walked inside and I think that was like the first time I ever was like this is like obviously wasn't 2020 but like we're in the 21st century like it's since when is that an appropriate thing to even think because if she's saying it that means she thinks things 10 times worse than that sure and that was just wild to me um but i guess just with saying that like there have been multiple times and i it's like you don't really know until you've experienced it and i still haven't experienced it I've, i've just been there um but yeah anyway Right. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess that one is in particular is a, a good example of just like a normal everyday. Both of those just like yeah. normal day to day. But, you know, speaking on cops. Yeah. I think that that's what this is more pertaining to because yeah. of w- what happened. And so for me, 
I think that a good situation to talk about is like what happened to me actually just like a couple months, not a couple months ago, but, but you know, what, like five months ago. The one with both of us. Yeah. Yeah. A few months ago, back, yeah. in, back in winter. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I was just driving Olivia's car and um, we're like pulling in from, you know, the city that we go to because there's nothing to do in Medford. So we're in the city called Ashland because there's a lot more to do up there. We were having a game night at our pastor's house. Right. That's why it was comical. And so we're driving and, you know, with we're passing this cop who was, I don't know, it must have been a speed trap or something. I don't know. But you were going like five miles under. I mean, I was I just drive like a grandma anyway, which Olivia gets upset at me anyway for. I never get upset at you, no, sweetie. Oh. So <laughs> anyway, I'm, I'm driving and then immediately, like not even a second later, I mean, he just pulls out right behind us and... Then, I don't know what, like 10 seconds later, throws the lights on yeah, and pulls me over. And I was like, in my head, I didn't really think anything. But for a second, I was like, it'd be kind of funny if he pulled me over because I was Mexican. But I didn't think that. I didn't really think that. I just was like, oh, that'd be funny. But yeah, I mean, he comes up to the window and then and then immediately um, asks for... What is he? I mean, he doesn't like, even ask for anything, and that's why it was weird. He said, "Where are you guys coming from?" Oh, right. And we're like, "Game night at our pastor's house," because you know the whole "Have you been drinking?" Like, right. I think he was trying to get to that. Right. But. Yeah, and and then doesn't ask for anything. Doesn't ask for anything, and I think he was looking at you though. He's like really trying to talk to Olivia, and she was in the passenger seat. And then he asks, uh, this might not all be in the correct order, Mm -hmm. but he he, asked for your license, right? He asked for my license. Mm -hmm. And then he asks, and you know who I am, or sorry, he asks Olivia who I am to her. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that's kind of weird that he's not talking to me. So, um, he, he just goes to check my license, right? Yeah, doesn't and, ask for registration or right. my insurance, but I'm fumbling trying to find it because right. I'm still sitting there like super naive thinking, oh, this is just a normal pullover. And I looked at him and I said, sorry, I'm just getting my stuff out of the glove box. And he literally was like, oh, OK, like I don't need like basically like didn't well, even register in his head. He right. should ask for my insurance and registration. Well, yeah, he walks away with my license and Olivia's like fumbling to get all this stuff. And I look at her and I'm like. You're, he's not going to ask you for that stuff. And that was the moment that I knew that he, you know, this is during also the time where um, ice was really, you know, like hot in town. Like they were parking ice cars everywhere. And and so, yeah, he goes and, and, and I, yeah, I tell Olivia, I'm like, don't, I mean, he's not going to ask you for that. So don't even bother, you know. So he comes back and, um, yeah, I mean, he just, He's like, yeah, I pulled you guys over because I couldn't read your license plate. Like the reflective tape was, you know, messed up on it. I just didn't say anything to him. And I just remember, you know, he's like, oh, yeah, you guys can go now. And it was it was funny because for one, he he had already made up his mind to pull us over before we had even passed him. Like, Mm -hmm. I know for a fact he had looked in the window and saw me driving. And he's like, oh, I'm going to just check this guy. That's it. And I think with with that small situation, it's so hard to say, like, what what are all the details? But I think bottom line, 
just because of the small details it was so obvious that he didn't care whether we were driving illegally whether the car i mean my license doesn't register with that vehicle yeah he wasn't so how does he even know that that was my car to begin with yeah and i was like i was like talking to him directly because i knew it was my car but he didn't even check to see if it was your car Well, yeah and then it was like when i was trying to tell him about my registration i was talking to him and then he was like well whose car is this and i was like oh it's mine and then he goes well who is that who is this guy to you and he says it just like that and he's like not trying to talk to me or ask me anything so anyway i mean those little situations like that just kind of add to the pot of okay i mean little there's little little things that are racially motivated like somewhat yeah and that one for sure like in that one was for sure something and something i've never experienced before and to me like if i was passionate enough to want to defend myself like, I could see how a situation like that could be escalated. Well, and you can be honest about what was really going on in that situation, too. With what? What do you mean? With with the <laughs> fact that I was clearly very uncomfortable in the car. And I can be honest about that because I think that all of this that's going on right now is a, is a huge learning experience for a lot of white people or people that haven't experienced anything racial before. But, you know, you remember when we were sitting in the car and you really wanted to say something and I could tell you were starting to get upset and you don't get upset. And I was telling you, please don't say anything. Please don't say anything. Because I was so scared. And, it, you know, I can look back and be like, hindsight's twenty twenty. And you know what? I don't know if I would do it differently because... I am so defensive of you and I didn't want anything to happen to you. I was so scared that he was going to do something to you. Um, Which it sucks that that yeah that that's true like I couldn't have said anything to him without there being repercussions yeah and and I remember you know we got into a fight I'm honest with my podcast community Arturo um and it was obviously something that was totally my fault but it was just uh it was something for me that like I was literally just in denial that that you would get pulled over because of the skin color, your skin color. And I didn't want to believe it. And I think I was really ignorant to a lot of things. But after that, after that specific time, because it wasn't that long ago, I would say that I've really changed my perspective on a lot of things and and things that have happened to you, like in your life. Which I will say now that I drive a car with tinted windows and I haven't been pulled over once. I thought you were going to say that I've... I'm just the best. No. Ever since You screwed then. up. <laughs> yeah, my other car didn't have tinted windows or my other cars didn't. And I got pulled. I get pulled over a lot. That's kind of a joke. That like It is a joke. Yeah. I've only ever been pulled over one time and I was going 40 miles over the speed limit, so I should have been pulled over. And I haven't had a ticket for at this point what like 6 or 7 years? Yeah. Maybe? Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's funny. You just get pulled over for. I just get pulled over a lot. Or the time you were jogging in your neighborhood. Oh, yeah, there's that. 
tell them let's end on that right now. so then the last little situation i mean there we could go all day they're they're so small i just think it's really good to talk about this because i even know in you know our extended group of friends or even my family this is not something we ever talk about because i know that you don't want this to be something that defines you no I, your skin color the things that happen to you don't define you so no. we don't talk about it but i think it is good for the people listening that know us or the people listening that don't know us to know that these things are happening to just anybody right. doing nothing you're literally on a run i'm on a jog in and freaking southern oregon right and this is southern happening. oregon i'm running home from the ymca and <laughs> the ymca is a common theme yeah it is <laughs> and yeah just a cop pulls over right next to me and gets out of the car and says and in spanish he says what are you running from and i was like I like kind of giggled a little bit. I was like, cause I didn't know if it was a joke, but I was just like, what? And then he just spoke to me in English, you know? And he just said, oh yeah, we're just looking for someone. You know, like, he didn't no, really say not. anything. And that was about it for that situation. He's like, oh yeah, well, you know, just, you know, be safe. And then blah, blah, blah. You're like, I was safe before you yeah. got out of your car. And so it's like, and that kind of freaks me out. It's like, I can't. And and so, again, with all these situations that I'm saying for myself, I think that if those little such little things like that happen to me and someone like me who cares so little about what people think or say of me, if I had any intention of defending myself or being upset when things like that happened, I could see how these situations would escalate so much quicker. Mm -hmm. And then also, like if my skin was darker I mean, which it's not very dark, but if it was darker, I can't imagine how much worse the situations that I've been in could be. And so I know it's anecdotal. I know it's hard to pretend like something can happen even if it hasn't. But I think it's safe to assume that based on just my situation, um, there is some, even 1%, that's enough racially motivation mm-hmm. racial motivation behind these stops that i have been in yeah um, so. well and yeah and i can't even imagine if maybe you were in um a situation where like this was happening to your brother right in front of you or your mom or right. how you might not get angry if this was happening to you but let's pretend in a world it was happening to me you know if if something like that was happening to me or to like i said your mom or your brother the anger inside of you could escalate to a point where we're seeing it happening all over the nation right Right. now. And I think that makes a lot of sense. It's like defending your, your brothers and sisters that are being treated unfairly, you know? Um, but as, as we end, I want to ask you, cause I genuinely want to know, like if somebody's listening and either maybe they think like, oh, racism in the United States actually isn't real or yeah, this stuff isn't really going on. Or this is all blown up on social media, which obviously a lot of things are streamlined on social media. We all know that. But what would you tell them? Like, how can we be better? What advice would you give to somebody who wants to learn and grow in these times? Uh, Just listen. That's all. Like, I mean, it's so wild. Again, both sides. I think both sides are so wild. Like the left is out of control. Like I can confidently say that the right is even more out of control like both sides it's it's funny because even people who come to me just look at me right like the 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 fact that people assume they know what political party i'm on just because of the way i look 
that is racism. Mm -hmm. That is because they're going, oh, he must be this because of the way he looks, right? He must deal with these kinds of situations or maybe he, you know, whatever. He hates Trump because he's Mexican. They don't know anything about me. People don't know anything about me. And yeah, I don't like Trump, but not because I'm <laughs> not because I'm Mexican. Mm-hmm. It's for very different reasons. Like I'm a libertarian. That's why. Oh, my gosh. So <laughs> I'm just waiting for that to come. Out. Uh, but but anyway, um, yeah, it's it's so wild. I think in the end, um, just people need to understand um, to just listen um, I think if people say racism doesn't exist, that's also wild. It's like if you're saying racism doesn't exist, it's it's a very that people think that. Yeah, people actually think that, and it's actually yeah. weird to me. I'm like, wait. I will say, if you grow up in a bubble and you want to live in your bubble, you're gonna live right. in it. And I will tell you, and I have said this. Before you, and even possibly if I wouldn't have started dating you, I easily could have been on the wrong side of history with the best intentions, like without even thinking about it. Because I grew up in this, not sheltered, that's not even the right word, in this place where these things don't happen. So how how could they be happening if they're not happening to me? Right. So that's the equivalent of you going to a lake and then scooping up water with both of your hands. And then you're like... There's no fish in here. There's no whales in here. It's like, but that's your your little scoop of water. <laughs> it's like, go out there, swim further, go into like... There's the, whales in a lake? No, not in a lake, but I'm saying like <laughs> wow. people, people, people assume that, that no, things that's don't really exist. Good. That's a really good analogy. Because of their little space, like the things they've dealt with. And and I think that that's the cool part about social media is it gives us, it lets us tap into the pool of the world, right? Like all of it. Yeah. And you know what? We have to be careful too, though, because a lot of it is, you know, can be doctored and all sorts of things. But yeah. in the end, I actually, I think we can all agree, like left, right, middle, neutral like all positions it's like i mean george floyd was murdered and i think that if we take anything from this it should be to listen more Mm -hmm. um to protect each other to serve each other to be there for each other regardless of our political views or religious views it's like we're all here to just kind of not kind of but to serve each other bottom line like like that cop that was right next to him should have pushed him he off. He didn't do anything either. And and you know what? Yeah, he didn't do anything either. And everyone was yelling at him. And yeah, again, not to go more in depth with it, but just like, hey, this is just everyone listen. Yeah. Hey, I can't breathe. Cool. Give him some air. It's that simple. He would be alive. Right? That's it. Very good. Yeah. I I don't think there's anything else to say. Is there anything else you would like to say to our audience? No, that's... I mean, I just I just talked. I didn't really do much. I mean, I just talked about some small experiences, and that's it. Just acknowledge that little things like that exist. So how much worse is it really out there? Like, way worse than that. Yeah. That's like, I deal with literally nothing. I'm blessed to deal with the things that I've had to deal with compared to other people. 
Well, that's what makes you a really good guy. So thank you for being on the show. Thank you. Well, Shakers, thank you so much for listening and taking the time to hear our hearts and to hear Arturo's stories um, and his experiences. I'm really hoping to take um, all of these opportunities to learn and to grow um, and to be educated, um, not only by Arturo, but by all of you and all of the resources I've seen so many of you posting. Um, I would love for you guys to reach out and let me know if there's any questions you have about the show or um anything that you want to share with either Arturo or I were open books and I hope you can tell from the episode that we are just so willing to learn and understand different perspectives. Um, I know I typically go into my spiel of where you can follow us but I think I am going to leave that off today and I will just tell all of you that uh, thank you for being a part of this community. I am so thankful for each and every one of you. Please stay safe stay healthy and I will see you next Tuesday thanks for listening tune in every Tuesday on the salt and pepper podcast.com or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts be sure to subscribe and please rate and review follow us on Instagram at the salt and pepper podcast make sure to like and follow our Facebook page and email us for any questions comments or ideas about what you want to hear on the show We will see you next Tuesday.